When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hello, hello, and welcome to Not So Good Ideas Podcast. I'm Bree here with Eleni. Hi, and welcome to another episode where we talk about interior design and try to entertain you guys at the same time. So we've been gone for a little bit. Just, just a little. A little break. It was good. It was needed. Um, but we're happy to be back. Mm-hmm. I Yeah, I am definitely happy to be getting back into it. We need to just get in, you know, dive straight in. So, yep. And we got an amazing guest to start the new year off. Um, I think you guys are going to be super excited. Mm-hmm. Um, and hopefully it gets us off on the right foot for 2023. 20, wow. Yes. <laughs> it's crazy. Time really flies, but it was good to have that little break, um, and enjoy the holidays with our families and, take some time but now it's time to hustle again yep we're (laughs) back sorry guys (laughs) anyway so let's get into it what have you been up to brie let's let's hear some good ideas some not so good ideas i want to know i want to know um my good idea is probably well let's start with my bad idea it's freezing Okay. It is freezing here. I mean, I am sick of winter. It feels like it's been winter for a year. Mm. Um, we are in a nice age. Did you know that? Yeah. La Nina, triple, triple La Nina led to this crazy weather pattern. And it really hit Colorado hard. So our snow is like up to my hip. Mm. Um and it's been that way like this whole time and it i'm just so ready for this winter to be over um but i still have some good months left so yeah that's my bad idea i am just like i want summer or spring at least to come soon and hopefully it does um and also our heat went out so it just makes it even colder I mean, I'm always cold, so then this is just, it's just torture. (laughs) So So sorry. That's okay. I hate that for you. Yeah, I don't love it. I'm ready for, like, some warmth. What about a good idea? My good idea goes off of that, 
We are going to two weddings over the summer. Um, it's going to be nice and warm and we're going to the beach, two beaches. So I'm just, we just booked a flight. So I'm getting excited for like warm weather and, you know, let's get out of the winter. You have something to look forward to. That's good. I'm like, I don't want to talk on the winter part because I can't even like relate to that. So I'm just <laughs> going to keep my mouth shut on that end. <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean, I know everyone's kind of cold right now because it's like dead of winter. But oh boy, up here, it's just, it's bitter. <laughs> I, I've only been there a couple of times in that bitter cold. And I will say it was nice being inside. I can't imagine like living and having to like leave the house every so often. Yeah. I keep seeing all these people saying like, make sure you go out and take your walk every day, you know, go for a walk, get some exercise. And I, I, I there's no way I'm going to be going out, taking a walk in this weather. It's too cold. No way. Just go get like those little foldable treadmills and like look out the window. <laughs> I know I want one, but Eric's like, we do not need a treadmill. Like, hey, that's what I want too. <laughs> I've been dying for one. I just, I haven't pulled the trigger. <laughs> I know how you feel. There's, I feel like though, you can't cheap out on a treadmill. Like mm -hmm. I see the little cheap ones that you can put like under a desk and all that, but like, I would want to run on one. And I feel like that is so dangerous to run on one that does not have the little front handles. I, I completely agree. And I've seen like a cheap one and tried to run on it and it didn't go well. So I would say, yeah, don't, don't cheap out on those. <laughs> well, what about you? Um, not so good idea was probably having the dogs in here for this episode. Um, I thought it'd be a cute little thing to have them in here with me. <laughs> <laughs> while we recorded I th it's proving me very wrong right now oh, um they're running all around the room and i didn't even notice so i think you're i just okay, saw good. one for the first time but I think okay as soon as dylan and my brother come home they'll probably start barking but for now they're being okay is <laughs> <laughs> oh, my good idea is i got given um, an iPad for free mm. from my brother. And I think I've like unlocked a new level of like, what's it called? I don't know. Girl boss isn't like a word anymore. I've unlocked like a new level of like pro. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> like pro notes taking. Yeah. And like, I even looked up to him, like, can you podcast on an iPad? It turns out you can. <laughs> and I was like, what if I try it out? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying it out right now, but they sell like those little mini mics that you can like hook up to your phone and your iPad. Mm -hmm. and apparently they work fairly well. So I was thinking as a splurge, maybe next month I'll try. That's pretty cool. Let's see. That way it can be like mobile. I don't have to set up. I can yeah. minimize the setup and be mm -hmm. ready like that. How'd you get, how did you get this iPad? That's really cool. So my brother, um, 
moved in with us and he got given an iPad from his school that he just, well, he hasn't graduated yet, but he's attending right now um, through their football team. And he's never used it. He only used it like twice. Mm-hmm. I was literally saying, I was like, I really want an iPad. You know, like that's just one thing that I want. I feel like it would increase my productivity. He was like, oh, you can have my iPad just like that. And I was like, no, oh, wow. no way. I've never, disclaimer, I've never owned an iPad. So this is my first ever, ever iPad. And I'm, I'm pretty happy. That's awesome. That's very mm-hmm. exciting. Yeah, I don't know anything about that. But Eric has like one of those giant one iPads from work. That's really mm-hmm. nice. And he does all of his drawings on it. And he loves it. So I've heard they're really nice. I have to, uh, yeah, I think it's like Procreate, Mm -hmm. which is like a great tool for like artists to use. Uh, I'm very new at it, beginner steps, but (laughs) (laughs) we'll see how far I get. And my goal is to be able to podcast from it because I think that would elevate it. Very exciting. I saw um, some logins on our yeah, ideas Gmail on a in our Instagram, and they were from an iPad. I'm like, oh, Eleni must have got an iPad. <laughs> so that's exciting. Yeah, I should have texted you and been like, don't worry, it's nobody trying to scam us. I kind of figured me. it was you. I didn't think it was a scammer. Okay, good. Phew. <laughs> Anyways, yes, that is something very exciting. But that also, exciting. a good idea was coming back on for the year and getting things rolling (laughs) yeah yes speaking of we have a really amazing guest to kick off this new year um eleni do you want to give us a little intro so today we're gonna have theodora miller art on the podcast um she is someone who First of all, we stalked heavily on Instagram. Um, secondly, we were really excited to have her on um, because her background is a Greek heritage, which I felt like we could both relate to. Me and Bria very, you know, she's part Greek also. <laughs> also, a lot of her pieces, I feel like spoke to me um, with the wording, but also spoke to Brie just with the aesthetics in general. And, you know, it was it was a different type of, um story we wanted to bring onto the podcast and we think you guys will really like her her background and what um inspired her to start painting yeah please welcome theodora hello hi hello how are you doing great nice to see you both Nice to see you. (laughs) Well, thank you. Thank you for joining us. And it looks beautiful. I mean, it looks like you're somewhere very professional. (laughs) Well, it's um, from my last show. So it's a photograph um, from a place here in Richmond where I had a solo show in the fall. So it was a cool picture. Wonderful. I love that. I literally was like, I don't know. Maybe she's in Europe then. (laughs) (laughs) I really don't know. Well, you know, Greece has that new, like, nomad um, 
special visa. So, you know. Oh, oh. I haven't yeah, heard they, of that. Yeah. So you, it's a special, I guess they've realized how many people are like work remotely and are taking advantage of that. So they've formalized it. And I think like six months ago, they came out with it and um, yeah, it's like a, I think it has the word nomad, N-O-M-A-D, and the and the title of it, and you can request it. And as long as you're there under six months, um, you don't have to pay taxes. So you need to make sure you leave one day before six months. Otherwise, you'll have to pay income tax to to Greece. Because it's wow. a Schengen state, right? So that's a part of like the three-month... You can be there for three months as long as you leave three months after. <laughs> Something like that, yeah. Which is mm. perfect if we want to be there June, July, August, right? So Yes. <laughs> I know you guys love your summers there. Yes. <laughs> Nothing like a Greek summer. Well, no. I agree. Been there, done it. <laughs> you can't go back once you do it. <laughs> it is. It's. I'm so biased towards it if you offered like, any beautiful destination but then you offered greece you know as the other option i will always take greece yeah me me too and the thing is um a lot of people don't understand it they're like why wouldn't you travel somewhere else yeah (laughs) well i'll do that too but not (laughs) in place of you know right Mm -hmm. yeah it's hard, I guess, too, because my whole family, it's something about, it's like the Texans, you know, how like Texans love Texas, like, they're just oh, yeah. so passionate about it. I feel like Greeks are so passionate about Greece. <laughs> well, I'm married to a Texan, so I can, I can absolutely, <laughs> and you know, what's crazy is like, when we had our Greek wedding, and everybody came from Texas. Texans and the Greeks get along. They got big personalities. They don't clash. Like they kind of are the more the merrier. So awesome. That's I love that. (laughs) Yeah. I just was kind of throwing an example out. I had no idea. No, it's true. It's true. Everything's big. Everything's big and bigger in Texas. And the Greeks love the Greek stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, thank you for joining us today. Just to start off, um, you're our first guest of the new year. So this Ooh, is a big, awesome. yeah, it'll be a big show for us. And maybe we can just start off by giving your background and tell everyone about your culture and where you're from. Um, yeah. So my mother, um, immigrated to the United States in 1967. She met my dad in Milwaukee, and then they went back to Greece and got married. So I um, was born and raised in Florida. And we, while Florida had a lot of different Greek communities, um, in my town, my brother was like the first one to be baptized. So that just shows you small town, Florida. Um, (laughs) But yeah, so Um, So I'm half Greek, but first gen Greek American, I guess you can say. Mm -hmm. And um, I went to college in North Carolina. And then I um, moved to Virginia and I've been here for decades and decades now. Um, And so I spent like 30 years um, mixed between the um, and banking and 
uh, financial services and then for 16 years. And then the last 14 years, I was in educational leadership. I did marketing and communications for an all girls school here in Richmond. Um, so I have kind of taken a very non-traditional route to becoming an artist. Um, about eight years ago, I fell down the stairs moving furniture and um, I broke my tailbone and then I hit right at the base of my skull. Um, and so I had a um, severe concussion and I was out of work for months and months and months and wow. I had to do a lot of um, therapy, cognitive therapy, like balance, speech, processing information, <laughs> memory. Yeah. It was the whole thing. It was really, really crazy. Um, and the doctors kept telling me, well, you need to, you need to do something, you know, with your hands, you, you can't use your brain. Don't do anything to use your brain. Like, <laughs> like, like, like what? Like, you know, I, anyway. And they were like, well, do you knit? And I'm like, uh, no. And I don't think I could learn how to do it right now in a concussed state. Um, and to be honest, I slept a lot. I mean, there were, couldn't do much, can be around any kind of sound, any kind of movement for my vision or anything. Um, so after I like slept for six weeks or something like that, I had a little more stamina. And um, so I'd always enjoyed art. Um, I was kind of that kid artist that was always doodling, and always like, you know, lost in her imagination and everything. Mm -hmm. um, but when I went to college, I never touched it again. And so I started getting back into it. Um, just for fun, you know, taking a workshop here or there. But when I was recovering from my brain injury, you know, um, and I said, well, I, 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 you know, I do like to paint and they're like, do that. And so um, I would, I would, you know, do it for just a little bit and not with anything in mind. Like I was literally just painting because I was depressed and frustrated and trapped in my own, you know, head and I would just paint and splatter and scratch and, you know, just to get all the angst out. And then usually in a very short period of time, the I'd get dizzy and the headaches would come and the nausea. And, and then it was like, okay, your brain's going, I'm going to shut down now. You must, you know, you know, like you know, <laughs> when your phone gets down to that tiny little bit of the battery and then it just cuts off. That was me. I like went into sleeping beauty. Um, and then, but you know, I'd come back to it, you know, maybe, right. maybe the next day was a bad day, but maybe the day after that. And so the more I painted, the better I felt. Um, and then, you know, slowly over time, I would come back to it and go, oh, well, maybe I should try this or try that. And it's like, I started to see like new possibilities and I started getting more hopeful and it just made me feel better. And my doctor started really noticing saying like, wow, you, you know, you're, you're progressing, you know, so well, you know? Um, so I really feel like it healed me and um, I haven't stopped painting since then. So that was eight years ago. And I just, um, I don't know, it does something to my soul. I just, it's like the, this passion and I can't turn it off. So, um, so yeah, so that I've been painting professionally for seven years, 
but just made the leap um, to be a full-time artist um, in July of last year. So, oh wow. Gosh. Yeah. That's a great story. I mean, I hate what happened for you to get to where you are now, but it gives me like goosebumps. Yeah. That's, that's amazing. It's crazy how something that can be so negative it yeah. influenced your life in a positive way, you know? Yeah. It's, it's really crazy. I mean, um, I, I'm, I'm on the other side of it now, right? Yeah. And eight years have gone by, but I'll tell you for two years, it was a real, real struggle, a real, real wow. struggle. Um, but you know, I don't know. I'm sure you've heard the saying, you know, it happens for a reason, things happen for a reason or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, sometimes there's things that happen and you're like, what the, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know what the message is in this, but I really don't want to have to go through this, but, yes, um, you know, <laughs> oh, yeah. and, and sometimes you never, you know, sometimes it's just shit happens. Right. But this is definitely one of those moments where, I don't know, I feel really grateful. Like, I rushed so much about things. I would rush through life and rush through things and maybe even be a little bit judgmental if there were people that didn't move fast enough or, you know, or were confused. And I feel like now having had this, this situation, I'm so much more empathetic and like looking out for people. Um, I think it's just given me a, 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 a better perspective. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. That's, I feel like life throws you so many of those lessons, but very little people get that big of a lesson and it's what you do with it. And I feel like what you've created with your work, it almost helped you find your passion, I guess. And that leads me into like, our next question is like, what are you painting most of the times? Like I see the repetitive, I think, I believe I saw somewhere it was like the seven wishes in Greek. So what, what inspired you to do that? I think that's really interesting. Yeah. So at the very beginning, like of the pandemic, when we were like on the lockdown and no one's leaving the house, um, my my father ended up moving in with us. He has some health issues and everything. He, he was a widow. And so that was kind of hard because he has, you know, multiple um, medical issues. And so, you know, he's diabetic and I didn't know anything and anything about how to give him shots. And I hate shots. And <laughs> I had, you know, it was just, ah, and I just needed something to do to just kind of, you know, cool my jets a little bit. and. Um, And so I just started looking up different quotes and things like, I don't know about you, Eleni, but like my mom would always bust out with like this random proverb, you know, that would somehow (laughs) apply, you know, like she just whipped them out of her head, you know. Um, That was my Yeyesuzi. She was always like, well, you know what? (laughs) You know what? You know what? Let me tell you something. Yeah. Um, and, uh, my mother's, you know, deceased. So I was like, well, I'm just going to like, look some things up and try to find some. And so I, I found the first one I found was, um, a quote, um, do you speak Greek? 
I do. Yes. Yeah. All right. So let's see if you, if you understand this one. Oh no, I'm not like <laughs> super advanced. <laughs> I don't know what the first one is. Yeah. That one I had to look up too. You have the brushes, you have the colors, draw paradise and get in. Oh, oh, beautiful. And, and that one really spoke to me too, because I was like, okay, first of all, I'm an artist. And I was like, wow, I didn't even know how to say brushes in Greek. Me either. I was like, what is that? <laughs> um, but then it was kind of like, oh, okay. Like for me, I interpreted that as, you know, design the life you want to live, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, so I started painting, I memorized it. And then, you know, learned how to spell it. And then I would paint it. So for me, it was like my version of meditation. And I would just do it. I would, I would, you know, recite it as I'm doing it in my own mind and everything. And, and it would just kind of really just chill me, chill me, chill me out. So, so I did that for a while. And then I came across another one that I really love. It's called Perseverance. Um, And it's by Nikos Katsos, who, um, who's they're all deceased Greek men, but yeah. authors and, <laughs> usually um, are, you know, every now and then I might throw a Socrates in there or something, but anyway, these are more modern. I mean, they died within the last, you know, 50 years. Um, and this one is, oh, so like when all the George Floyd stuff came out mm-hmm. um, and I don't know if you know, but there was the um, monuments um, like Richmond, Virginia being, being the former, um, capital of, of, um, during the civil war, we have all these monuments and there were big protests and marches and, and it's literally a few blocks from my house. And, and, and there would be big protests going right in front of my house. And it was just a really crazy, um, you know, just awful, awful situation. So again, I had, I went looking for something, looking for something to just, you know, again, speak to my heart. And this one is, um, um, wait, let me think what, how to start it now. Um, Ke an dipsaxis ya nero, dastipsume enasinefo. And that is, um, do you know what sinefo is? A cloud. You're right. Yes. (laughs) If you thirst for water, we will squeeze a cloud. I've never heard any. These are amazing. (laughs) Beautiful. Yeah. I mean, for me, it's like it would just like I could I could see it like I could I could literally see somebody loving another person so much that you want to take their pain away that like you, you know, you will go so far, you know, like no one can touch a cloud, but I'm going to find that damn cloud and I'm going to squeeze the water out of it for you. Like, that's just like deep, right? Yeah. Very deep. It's amazing. So you ended up writing that over and over. Yeah. So I did that one too. So this goes with, you know, this is like the inception, like every little thing is like another leads to another thing and to another thing and another thing. And so anyway, so then when I, finally decided I was like okay like I'm really loving all this art I'm really loving making art I'm loving um you know doing a lot more commissions and doing little mini drops of smaller pieces and everything and but I'm like um I 
don't have any more time to grow this. Like I need time, like, you know, doing it at night and on weekends in addition to my full-time gig. Like, um, so that led me into, you know, thinking, well, can I really do this? Like, how am I going to, how am I going to make this leap happen? Um, and I just did like a lot of soul searching too. Like, okay, well, what is my purpose? Like, (laughs) I mean, like what kind of artist do I want to be? And, you know, and, you know, can I really make this work? And, and then I, you know, I kind of got around to thinking, okay, you know what? I, at the end of the day, I want to create, um, something beautiful, um, that, but that has also a deeper meaning and I want it to like elevate the human spirit. And I want, I want someone to see joy in it. Like I'm going to, pour all my joy into making it right and it makes me super happy so I want what I create that you know people will somehow it'll resonate with them and it'll bring them some joy and happiness too so that's where the seven wishes came up from so you know I literally have like a sketchbook with like quotes random quotes poems thoughts When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details things around it. And, um, I was, um, doing some research. I don't know. Are you into numerology at all or anything like that? I love four, four, four. That's all I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite number. When I numbers. <laughs> what about you? What about you, Bree? Do you have a favorite number? I like seven. I like look for sevens. So. Well, see seven, seven mm-hmm. is a really cool number. Supposedly based on my very amateur research, Seven is like a very positive number in almost every culture and religion. Wow. Which, right? Yeah. Like there's the seven days in a week, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, seven, 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 you know, if you go to mm-hmm. Vegas, um, <laughs> but, but like, but like it is like positive. And in some cultures, it's even like good luck. Right. So right. I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to, I'm going to come up with seven words. What's seven <laughs> words? We're going to do this. Like, I'm going to make my own thing. Um, and anyway, I, I I picked seven words that I felt like what I hope, you know, like when I think of my kids, like these are the things I wish for them to have in their life. And so the seven wishes are Elpida iya tihi agapi eftihia hara anirini. So um, hope, health, luck, love, happiness, joy, and peace. And I, I figure, you know what? 
if you get a big dose of all of those seven, you're doing pretty darn well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> For sure. That's beautiful, though. I think so, that you have your children in mind as well. It's just like you're already kind of showing that you think for other people. And I know you mentioned your, you want your art to give to others. And it seems like from the start, you're already thinking that way and doing that. So it just, it shows and shines through in your art as well. Thank you. Thank mm -hmm. you. So yeah. I, I kind of feel like my meditative painting, like it definitely kind of puts me in a great mood. And it's kind of like my bread and butter, if you will. Like I start like customizing it. So now people were like, oh, you know, could you, you know, I have three weddings to go to. Can you put your names in it somewhere? So I'm like, sure, let's do it. <laughs> and so, so I came up with like, we wish, and then I have to translate English names into Greek letters and Walter is wild. I had to call up my kids. Like my kids are 27, 24 and 17. I literally had to go call their Greek school teacher to be like, Kiria Marina. How, how do I spell Walter? I do not Walter. Walter. Yes. So, it's like, ooh. It's like O U A put together three vowels put together. Um, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So complex. <laughs> but it's it like was... though that just made like those kind of like commissions mean so much to me. Like I had somebody um actually I just finished one today and it's for a 40th birthday oh, from a wife to a husband. And she wanted me to do the seven wishes, but she also had like 40 more words she wanted me to do. And I just thought that was the coolest, funnest thing ever. And I just, I just had a blast um, doing it. So. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. I so it, my husband, I was like, for one of my birthdays, I want one of her, one of her paintings. I was like, but you have to communicate with her, like the size. I was like, you have to send her pictures of like what our house looks like. He was like, okay he's like does she live close to us i was like yeah virginia he's like how about i just we just go to virginia i was like yeah that works too. <laughs> i was like so specific but i was like but i want it to be a surprise oh could you want it <laughs> well maybe you could just like i don't know we'll put we'll make like a birthday list of like these are the things i like make sure yes. you, you know you don't get it wrong but yeah yes, it would be my great honor for sure I would love that. I told my mom too, because I showed her a lot of your work. She's like, that's beautiful. It's like a little brusifola you can put on your wall, like a little prayer. I was like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it really is. Exactly. It's like a, it's like a blessing in a way. Yeah. You know? They say that if you're writing something and thinking it all the time, that's when you manifest it unintentionally. So to have that in your house every day, you know, you end up living that way. So. Yeah, because it just, it's like, you know, subconsciously, right? Mm -hmm. The power of affirmations. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yes. For Very sure. literally, too. Like, you are <laughs> actually literally manifesting it because it's your passion, too. Like, it's hard when it's like you're writing in a notebook over and over again. You're like, right. please, right. come on. Right. And then you close the notebook. But with right. artwork, it's a little different. It's always in front it's right of you. right there. Yeah. Well, and I have to really like prepare myself. 
like I have to like totally tune everything out. Otherwise I will misspell things. I will do things out of order. You know, like I have to be in the zone. So in a way it's like, I really, you know, like I said, it's my meditative painting. Like I have to, it's my version of like, just turning off all the noise and just focusing. Um, otherwise it's, a total disaster. Yeah. So how does your um, creative process, what does that look like for you? What's a day in the life of your art look like? Yeah. So I, um, with my father still living with us, um, I usually kind of have a slower morning and I, you know, cause I have to care for him and get his medication and everything. And so usually my mornings, I'm like, I take kind of slow and really enjoy my coffee, have my dogs on my lap. Um, and I will either do research, um, uh, you know, on the internet, looking up things or, um, responding to DMS on Instagram or that kind of thing. I'll do mostly like computer work, um, emailing with, you know, customers, you know, lining up appointments for commissions, that kind of thing. So, and then usually around 11, I, um, somewhere between 1030 and uh, 11, I get to the studio and then it's almost like I have a second morning. Like (laughs) I can't just like go like, so then I, then I like sit down, I like put my AirPods in, I put in some, you know, music and whatnot. And then I do like little paintings little like just little paintings um one color on little pretty little white paper and um so I started doing like the Greek islands when I came back from Greece that that I did that for like a long time just because just you know reminiscing (laughs) it's and um and then I started doing um what I'm what I'm doing now that I'm really loving is um doing little columns with vases and flowers and they're really, really sweet. Um, And it just kind of puts me in a good mood, you know? And so I just kind of do that and it's kind of like stretching, you know? Mm. Um, And then, um, then I get to work. I mean, some days, some days I don't do like any real, real painting. Like I got a, I have a lot of my, I like to work on wood panels because I can really get the texture up kind of like this painting, I guess over there. Um, <laughs> and, and so I prime those with gesso. So uh, what's lovely is that I, um, where I have my studio, they have a really beautiful um, like garden area outside. And so I, you know, lug all these panels, like I'll do like 10, 15 at a time, I'll lug them all out there in the sun and do two, three coats. So that might take me, you know, all day to do all that and then carry them all back in, let them um, dry and that, that kind of thing. Um, But I jump around a lot. Like I'll have different, different paintings and different um, levels of development. And um, so it just, I just kind of bounce around from paper to wood what's your favorite totally intuitive to the meditative ones I I, I um I get bored easily so <laughs> I <laughs> I have to always kind of shake something up like you know I'm like okay this is getting stale <laughs> it's time to it's time to like do something completely wacko different um, yeah you must really be Greek 
<laughs> I think that's a Greek thing. <laughs> How could you tell? <laughs> no, I think that's a good thing because in art, things are always changing and taste is changing and style. So it's good to keep changing your art as well. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. I, I think that, you know, it, it took me a long time to kind of figure out what my visual language is and, and, you know, seven years, it took me seven years, but now I feel like, you know, I can still do new things and, and kind of explore new, um, new, you know, collections, if you will, but you're still going to see like those intuitive brushstrokes and you're still going to see like the texture. Um, and then I, I think something that's really unique to my work too, is that um, I don't throw anything away. So all my palette papers, which is kind of like this, that's like not wax paper, but that's probably the best explanation of what it is. And when I'm mixing my paints and different paint, um, you know, different colors and everything, cause I'm working on it and I throw my whole body into like bigger pieces, it'll dry and I don't throw them away. And then I just have stacks and stacks and stacks of these palette papers. And, and then I like, you know, peel them off and they'll have like all these wild, interesting um, combinations and things. And so when you see like this painting behind me, it's, um, it had some like neutral color, like some parchment underneath and then white and then the black, all the other colors are tiny little pieces of paint chips and paint skins that I peeled wow. off and I apply and I glue them down like a collage and more and more and more and more and more. Um, and, you know, and kind of create this. And so it, you know, you, you see it one way from far away, but then when you get up close, it'll have like, oh, and I'm like, like scooting my face <laughs> closer to the screen. I'm like, wow. I see. <laughs> um, and so that's just, yeah. You know, so it's like playing with puzzle pieces and, um, again, it's just, it's a whole lot of fun whole lot of fun wow that sounds really fun where do you find like the inspiration for the color combinations I know you do like a lot of tone on tone what inspires you the most in terms of color to use for your paintings gosh you know it's kind of like I usually I'm like full-on color um but I am actually kind of going through a phase where I'm like trying to pull back and really respect the white space, if you will, and mm. trying to be a little bit more um, constrained. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, I'm just always kind of looking to challenge myself in that way. So <clears throat> I'll go through a phase where I'll just only want to do neutral stuff like white on white. <clears throat> or creams or, you know, light pale pistachio or something of that nature. Um, but somehow I, I will gravitate back towards all the like luscious colors of the Mediterranean, those, those beautiful, every shade of blue, every shade of turquoise. <laughs> all right. Well, we'll just go tomorrow. Yeah. I, don't, you know, <laughs> I can't help it. It's who I am. I can't, I can't run away from it. I tried. I tried when I was a teenager. I, <laughs> I never you tried. Know? I was like, I accept. I was like, mm, don't talk to me in Greek when we're leave the house. Don't say a word. 
don't know. At some point, you just, <laughs> you, you lose the battle, and then you realize it's a part of you no matter what. So mm-hmm. you might as well lean into it. Yep. And I just adopt everybody into it too. I adopted Brie into it. I was yeah. like, come on, you're Greek too. <laughs> right, right. There's so much passion behind it. It's really beautiful. And I feel like anyone wants to be a part of it. You know, it's like a big family. It, you know, they, um, it's just a lot of love, you know, yeah. a lot of love. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A little bit of butts is well, smacks on the butt. A lot of judgment butt. too. You know, a lot of judgment, but um <laughs> Yeah, the Greek the Greek stare is very real, especially in Greece. You're walking around and people are not afraid to stare at you. And you're like, well, I'll stare right back. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Mm-hmm. But there's love behind the stairs sometimes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what's next for you? What are you working on next? Anything big or are you just kind of, you know, seeing what really sparks your joy in, in your next journey? Yeah, well, um, I'm excited about a lot of things. Um, but I, I just, I, you know, I tend to not dwell on the negative, you know, so I, I, um, I am taking a ceramics class. Actually, mm-hmm. it's my third ceramics class. I, I took two um, last year, year, towards the end of last year. Um, I suck at the wheel. It is so hard. <laughs> I hard. just, I can't, I can't get it. And my, <laughs> my, my instructor keeps telling me, um, move slower and softer. And I don't have it in me. So, um, so I'm going to be doing hand building. Um, <laughs> um doing coil. Uh, so I started making some vessels that I can paint. Um, so I'm really excited about that. I I've only done, um, several that are, you know, will will never leave my house, um, <laughs> but I'm, I, I just started, um, a class called let there be light. And so I'm going to be making lamps and I'm so Ooh. excited. Ceramic lamps. And um, learning all these different, like, you know, surface design and technique, because that's kind of my thing I love. So I'm really excited about that. And, excuse me, and um, what I've learned over these last seven months is that um, artists are really hardworking. Um, At the studio, everybody's like heads down, doors closed, you know, really working, working hard. And, um, and everybody's kind of on a different schedule. Um, and I'm still craving connection, um, mm-hmm. and community. So I am looking forward to doing some workshops, possibly even some weekend retreats, mm-hmm. uh, creative retreats. Um, I just, uh, I really, you know, I hate it when people say, oh, I don't have a creative bone in my body. Like, <laughs> Like in my generation, I think the younger generations are not that way. I think, you know, with TikTok and, and, you know, iPhones and all this, like people are so much more into like photography and, you know, styling things and everything. Um, But like the older generation, when they say that kind of stuff, it really irks me because, (laughs) you know, we're all creative beings. We are, it's just a matter of whether you tap into it or not. 
And I just think it could be great fun to help people who don't think they're artists, that you, you've got it in you somewhere, you know, yeah. you've got it in you somewhere. It just takes, um, you got to take the first step, right? Um, so I'm excited about that. That's awesome. Wow. Yeah, that is like inspiring. And it also kind of leads into something we always do on here. Um, We always ask our guests to share a not so good idea, something you've learned from, and then maybe a good idea that you can give to others. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, So my not so good idea um, is very fresh in my mind. Um, because yesterday I, um, sold a very large table on Facebook marketplace. Um, it was a beauty. It was, it came over in a container from Belgium. It was like stripped wood. One of these, um, French gallery pub tables with these gorgeous carvings and everything. And I, it was an impulse buy, um, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> a very expensive impulse buy um, that, you know, when I fall in love with something, you know, right away. And if I don't like it, mm, you'll know that too. But, um, you know, measure twice, cut once. Cause it was, it, I messed up the measurements entirely and bought it. And it was a very expensive mistake. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> So it's that and my foyer um, all through Thanksgiving and Christmas um, because I, I just kept thinking maybe it will shrink overnight or maybe, <laughs> I don't know, like I just could not get over the fact that I made such a big mistake and I just wasn't ready to let it go. Mm-hmm. And then, um, you know, after the new year, I was like, you know, I just, yeah, I just got to bite the bullet. <gasps> somebody else have it and um the movers came and picked it up yesterday so measure twice cut once measure five times um cut once but measure measure before you buy furniture always that's a big motto in our world oh yeah (laughs) it's every day for us (laughs) and it's not the first time i've done it that's the bad thing my husband my husband's like how many times are you gonna do this (laughs) But I loved it, and 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 other people wanted it, and it was my table. And he like it's mine. It was meant to be mine. Let's just get a bigger house. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, that or sleep on it. You know, don't Mm -hmm. like buy it right then. Sleep on it, and then go back the next day. Especially (laughs) if it's expensive, I think that's a better way to go. Oh, I'm so sad for you. I really feel for you. I'm <laughs> it was like, so oh, pretty. Man. I'm literally gonna I'm gonna email you a picture of it because it was so special. Please do. We'd love to see. Aww. And I'm sure Brie could probably find you one that fits perfectly in your house. She's really <laughs> she's really good at that. So you never know. She might be able to help you. I'm Excellent. a hunter for the unique pieces. So you know. Excellent. Good to know. <laughs> Just make sure that, you know. I sleep on it before yeah. I credit card. Don't let me get it that quickly. <laughs> oh, what about, do you have a good idea that you've recently had or in the past? Yeah. Well, um, so I treat myself um, to weekly field trips. 
So, you know, when you're, when you're in school, right, you get a field trip, everybody's excited. Like they're, you know, super excited to, to get off campus and go do something out of the routine. And um, so I have weekly field trips. And um, the reason for that is to get like, for the first time, you know, in my, you know, 30 years of, of, you know, a working woman, I can structure my days how I like. Um, and the other thing is, I'm, I've always been a creative person overall, but I love it when people throw out a challenge to me um, or like, hey, we think we want to do this, but what do you think? Like, I love to go off and go, you know, ask a lot of questions and then I want to pull back and just let the ideas marinate. And um, I find that when I'm not doing something and I'm just being, um, ideas just, you know, they just percolate. Um, and I think that's why, like, sometimes you're like in a shower and, and an idea pops in, you're like, oh, that's what I can do to solve that problem. Right. Mm -hmm. um, so for me, um, let's see some of the field trips I do. Well, first of all, like coffee with a friend or lunch with a friend, that's a field trip. Cause that's about community building. So I do treat myself to that. Um, every other week, I usually do that. Um, and then, um, I am walking distance to the Virginia museum of fine arts. And so, um, I tackle a different section of the museum and then we also have a really great botanical gardens here with lovely orchids. And so I go and again, just being in spaces that are beautiful um, and inspiring or just, you know, taking my dogs um, for a walk and, you know, completely, you know, in a completely different area of the neighborhood, like whatever I can be like outside of nature or, um, you know, even just go into an antique mall. Um, but I just, I let myself roam and just be mm. curious. Um, that is a great idea. Yes. <laughs> we all need that. We really do. Field trip Fridays. Maybe I should start a new trend, right? Yeah. Yes. Trademark that. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. I, See, this is why I love doing this because you yeah. guys inspire me. Everybody that comes on is so inspiring and I'm like, I need to do that. Mm -hmm. You have such a positive outlook too. And it, I think that's what's so inspiring. It's like, I want to get out there and do these field trips and be inspired by what's around me. You know, there's so much that we miss every day. So it's great that you go out and you, you get to see it and experience it. Well, you know, I've had a lot of dark moments um, and loss, like when my mother passed away, um, she had a chronic um, um, illness and deteriorated, you know, um, over years. And that was really, really, really hard. And then when I lost her, she was such an important person in my life um, that I was depressed again for a long time and a really dark period. And I remembered my neighbor across the street telling me, um, they said, hey, you know, they, they always sit on their front porch with, they have three basset hounds. And so they're always sitting on their front porch. And um, they said, we see you, you come, you come home from work, you park your car and you are staring at your feet, you know, just on the ground, you know, looking down the whole time. And they're like, we know you're sad, but you got to look up 
and look for the signs that she's sending you. Otherwise you're missing it. You're missing it completely. And that just kind of like changed my whole thought process is that, you know what, I'm going to be that, you know, goofy person that goes, oh my God, look at that rose, you know, like smell the roses, stop and look, life is short, especially when you see somebody get so sick and just, you know, slowly, you know, pass it. It's, it's horrible. So like every day is a gift and, you know, got to make the most of it. Wow. Amen. Very inspiring. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank this you. Is, this has what's been your, great. What's your favorite color? Uh, green. What, what shade of green? That's Oh, dark. Yes. <laughs> dark. Sweet, dark green. What about you, Brie? This is going to be crazy, but my it's black. I love black. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Okay. I think it's just sophisticated. And classy as hell. Yep. Never goes out of style. Exactly. That's right. What awesome. about your favorite color? Oh, I love too many, but oh. I, <laughs> you love yeah. them all. Yeah. Um, well, I did paint my entire master bedroom, the deepest peacock blue, even the ceiling. So oh, I wow. think I'm going to go with like a deep, dark peacock. I like that. Beautiful. I like that a lot. Our colors kind of all go together. They do. <laughs> <laughs> well, awesome. Can you tell everyone where they can find you? Um, and if, you know, you start posting about your retreats where they can find those as well. <laughs> yeah, Sure. Um, so my website's super easy. It's theodoramiller.com. And on Instagram, I'm Theodora Miller Fine Art. Awesome. Well, awesome. thank you so much, Theodora. We loved having you on. And thank you so definitely much. Definitely we'll so do it grateful. again. Yes. <laughs> Let's do it again. Let's have a check-in with you. That you sounds months. fabulous. Anytime. <laughs> thank you I so much. Thanks. Bye. Bye. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.